Greetings to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our style, but they stay frostbitten. You're now tuning to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca and also on your preferred podcast of choice. It is your man, DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. What we doing? You can catch me on your TV, even on the radio. Pop up at our blind spot, and I'm on your way go. We invaded airwaves. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! Indeed, indeed. Tell a friend and tell a friend that we're live on the airways and later on on your preferred podcast, the choice for all my podcast listeners. But yes, indeed, once again, it is your man, DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. Uh, later on in the show, man, I got special guest recording artist Anaksuna Moon in studio, and we're going to talk about a bevy of things. And there is so much to talk about on today's agenda, ladies and gentlemen. We got to talk about Beyonce. We got to talk about... Tory Lanes, we gotta talk about my man, uh, my man Kevin Hart. We gotta talk about so many different things. But before we get to all that, you guys already know how I do at the beginning of the show, man. I got some uh, stuff to get off my chest as I do on a weekly basis. Well, really daily, but weekly on Cool Radio. But regardless, it is time to let that ish breathe. Let this bitch breathe. <laughs> Now, Netflix, I feel like, has been on one, man. Like, they've been, they have been lit for ever since the holiday season with, like, Bird Box and getting Avengers Infinity War on their server as well on Christmas Day. Like, they have been on fire, like, firebone fire, like, that kind of fire. However, I mean, this is not even the however. Um, this is more of a, in addition to that, I should say. But yes, in addition to that, they've also released their documentary entitled Fire, which, in case you don't know, is about the Fire Festival that was created by an, a quote-unquote investor by the name of Billy McFarlane, okay? <laughs> now, apparently, there's two documentaries. It's one on Netflix. It's one on Hulu. I've only seen the Netflix one thus far. I did not see the Hulu one yet, but I feel like I'm going to get to that eventually, but nonetheless, I watched it. I watched it Monday night, uh, the night of that disgusting snowstorm that I had to shove my driveway through. Um, only did it one time that day, and it filled up again. And I said, fuck this, because I ain't about to bust my back twice and get frostbite on snowing shovel. But that's besides the point. We can get to that later on. Um, Firefest, man. I watched this documentary, and the amount of times my jaw dropped, I laughed. The amount of times I was, like, shaking my head. This documentary did it all for me. I can't front. It did it all for me. Um, And before I even watched it, I kept hearing people talk about it, like friends, uh, co-workers, uh, celebrities have talked about it. You know, Twitter is always going to be on a roll with that one. Uh, So I decided, okay, this isn't like Bird Box, something I have no interest in. Firefest. I kind of want to know how it became the the con event of – Quite possibly this century. I mean, let's be honest. Like, that was a con event. Um, So, I remember hearing about this event, maybe, like, the the moment the story broke out. And I can't remember if that story broke out 
<clears throat> last year or the year before, and I don't believe I touched on it on the radio show, but looking back at that documentary now, hindsight, I kind of wish I did because there are so many absurd things that were happening in that in that documentary uh, that people basically just had to tune in and couldn't keep their eyes off of it. So basically, <clears throat> when it comes to Firefest, once again, it did start off with a gentleman by the name of Billy McFarlane who is an entrepreneur and he, quote-unquote, invests his money into different ventures. And a lot of these ventures are based around social media and millennials and this generation of consumers and what have you. <clears throat> so he actually had an app called Fire, and the idea of it was nice enough, but basically it was an app that allows you, a certain class of clientele, to purchase the services of a celebrity. So whether it be Jay-Z or you want Drake to perform at a bar mitzvah or whatever the case may be, that is pretty much how the app was designed and intended to be. Now, he had a whole bunch of people on his team, and one of the people on his team, or a partner, I should say, was Ja Rule. Yes, that Ja Rule. The, uh, what would I do without you? Like, that Ja Rule, okay? He was one of the investors in this project. And basically, the event they wanted to throw off to promote their brand was indeed the Fire Festival. And the idea of it, once again, the idea of it was all shiny and fancy. But really, they had no idea of what they wanted to do with this festival or how they can get the money to go about launching this festival. So what they did was they put the cart before the horse. So they got a whole bunch of celebrity friends to post about it on Instagram and use any other facet of social media to kind of deliver a tease of what is to come. And a lot of these celebrities and social media influencers use an orange picture to, <coughs> pardon me, a, an orange picture to basically promote this event. And they eventually launched a commercial for it, which in which they filmed, and it was somewhere in the Bahamas. They filmed it as a whole bunch of, you know, sexy models running through the water and close-up shots and people enjoying drinks at a Habana and all, or a Cabana and what have you. And that sold like hotcakes, apparently, because you had thousands upon thousands of people pay about $12,000 to go to this event where they'll be chilling on a villa and interacting with other young entrepreneurs and performances by blink 182 and when i'm thinking of when, I, when i'm watching this i'm thinking to myself didn't anyone not a part of the team just for a second ask themselves is this for real because you gotta think about it who was paying that much money to see blink 182 in 2019 if it was let's say 2001 you may have something there but you're asking people to pay 12 grand to come to this island that was apparently in possession of Pablo Escobar. And you're going to, you know, enchant people with delusions of grandeur, have them thinking that they're going to be staying in the five-star five suites and, 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 and what have you. When really, in actuality, when these people got to the island, they had hurricane equipment set up that were supposed to be the villas and the cabanas and all that. You had mattresses that were soaked because they got <laughs> caught in the rainstorm from the night before. Oh, and as far as the gourmet meals, it was craft dinner cheese on slices of toast with the lettuce and tomatoes to the side on a styrofoam plate. This has to be the greatest screw job 
since Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series circa 1997. This has to be one of the greatest screw jobs since Tim the Tool Man Taylor. All right, this is crazy. <laughs> like I don't know how they're able to do it. And then when you hear from the people on the inside, as far as the people who worked with this Billy McFarlane, half of them were yes men, and the other half of them were basically trying to tell him that he's crazy without saying that he's crazy. But the one I got to give ratings to, the one that had me glued, because I wanted to know what other mess up thing he was going to say, was my man, Andy King. Let's give a round of applause to Andy King. Man. Anytime this man spoke, I listened. You know I don't know why? Because, and I'm sorry, spoiler alert, I'm going to have to say what he said. And you're going to see the memes about it anyway. Like, I kind of got... Low-key sport about it, but I didn't realize it until after the fact that I realized it. But anyways, he is talking about a time where <clears throat> during the production of this festival, they had to purchase an insane amount of money to get the water supply from the country of the Bahamas so that they can use it to serve to the customers and, and all that stuff. And I think the cost came to about 175 grand, something crazy. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> pardon me, Billy didn't have the money. And let's be honest, he doesn't have the money for any of these situations. He just doesn't have a lot of people. He didn't have the money, so he told Andy to to get the, the water. And the way Andy told it, he basically said uh, that Billy confronted him and said that he has to take one for the team. So I'm like, okay, maybe he has to pay out of pocket or whatever. And then meanwhile, Andy, as he's telling the rec recanting the uh, details of the event, he's saying to himself, but I've been taking it for the team. you know. And when you're listening to him in his stories or what have you, like he really has been taking it for the team. So I'm thinking to myself, what more could he possibly ask from this guy? <laughs> so Andy, detailing the story himself, says, Andy, my white gay friend, I need you to go over to the uh, chairman's office or whomever that important individual was who is also gay, and I need you to get on your knees and suck his dick. When he said that, I was like, wait, what? He wants you to do what? And I'm thinking to myself, you know, how, how dare he use that as leverage, whatever. But when this guy, the way this guy responded to it, the man said, and I kid you not, the man said, so what do I do at this point in time? I go home, you know, rinse out my mouth, get some mouthwash, brush my teeth, get a cold bottle of water, and I'm heading over to this guy's house. And the man said he was prepared to suck his dick for a festival that did not even exist. You were willing to do all that? And you want to know the crazy thing is he didn't do it but only because the guy that he was trying to seduce, quote-unquote, or attempted to, told him, hey, man, you don't have to do that. I just want the money. <laughs> I just pay me the money and the, and the water is yours. That's it. It's like, yo. So you mean to tell me you are willing to do something strange for some change? And the man told you, no, it's cool. Oh, my God. Anyways, <clears throat> to end it all off, to cap it all off, this documentary details and it shows <clears throat> and approves why social media can sometimes be the devil social media is whatever you want it to be 
If you want it to be a reflection of your reality, cool. If you want to create a brand new reality out of it and know, let people know that it's just parody, you know it's parody, you're fully conscious of that, cool. But when there are people who live their lives vicariously through social media and they try to become what they see on images that have been doctored and, and, and edited and things are taken out of context, then that can be dangerous for your own agency, essentially. It teaches you not to think for yourself if you give it that power to. And the fact that so many people who had never heard of a brand called Fire before and were willing to pay the type of money that you would put on a down payment on a home, all for the sake of saying, yeah, I was there, there's no fear of missing out on my end, hashtag no FOMO, then it's like you're not being an independent at that point. And especially if you've already gone to festivals like, let's say, Lollapalooza, Coachella, whatever the case may be, if you're noticing the steps that you've taken in going to those uh, those uh, 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 festivals and you realize that the steps that it takes to get there as far as payment method and updates, et cetera, et cetera, and you realize that you're not getting that same type of treatment with this, with this and you haven't gotten a confirmation as to when you know you'll be getting um, x uh, x item x item whatever the case may be, then you gotta know that something's wrong. Sometimes you just gotta use your best form of judgment, and sometimes that will help you out. <laughs> now, I haven't even gone to full detail of the entire documentary. I've just been speaking, you know, the generalities of it. But that one time, I really had to go on Andy because that shit was hilarious. Um, Watch the documentary. I've seen the Netflix one. I haven't seen the Hulu one yet. The Hulu one, I heard is a bit more in depth uh, in regards to the Billy to the Billy individual. They he he actually is sitting down for an interview during that documentary. So I'm gonna check that out too. But either way, man, social media can manipulate reality better than an infinity stone, and that's something that you need to keep in mind, ladies and gents. But do you agree? Do you disagree? Either way, let me know on social media on all platforms at Cool Radio CC. And coming up after the break, I got my special guest recording artist, Anux in the Moon, in studio. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after the break. Yeah. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. (coughs) Pardon me. It is your man, DM Cool. And once again, this is Cool Radio. And now we have our special guest for the evening, all right? So you guys already know, I love to get all the musicians on the show to talk about their craft and what they, what it is that drives them, what inspires their their brand of arts. And this person that I have in studio right now is no exception to that. She is a very eccentric individual with a very charismatic personality and it bleeds into the music and it puts you in a vibe, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about none other than my special guest for the evening, Anaksuna Moon. Hey. How you doing? I'm good, you? I'm good, thanks. I just realized I'm slurping in here, so sorry, everybody. I'm slurping this tea gone. <laughs> Listen, there are plenty of reasons to drink tea tonight, all right? And we are going to get into them later on in the show. But before we get started, one thing that I found very interesting, actually, um, is that you are named after one of the six daughters of Nefertiti, as well as Pharaoh Ahen, Ahen, I think it's Akhenaten. I think that's how you Isn't pronounce it. it. I, is it? Is that how you pronounce I'm it? I'm pretty sure it's Akhenaten. I'm, Akhenaten. If I see the name right now, yeah. I'll tell you, but I'm pretty sure it's Akhenaten. Okay. Well, I'll take your word for it since yeah. that is your namesake. <laughs> <laughs> but what I want to know is, first and foremost, what inspired you to kind of adopt the um, the inspiration from that 
per person to your music persona? Okay, so really and truly, yeah. the, where it came from was from the mother. I knew it! Okay. I knew it! Yes! I knew it! I knew it! I fucking knew it! Okay, I so fucking did it! I knew it! I knew it! Listen, the waste bitch that leaves Emotep, I never wanted to be associated with her, but I always loved her, okay? I always loved her, and that's where the inspo came from. But, but yes. after that, Love obviously, it. the real Anuxana. Right, right, right. Um, uh, she was also wife to King Tut, so there's, like, a whole other, like, background. But yeah. because of, like, past life experiences, like, mm -hmm. I was in Egypt, and it's just something that really... <coughs> Does it inspire you? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've always been, like, very fascinated with ancient Egypt in general. Like, yeah. when I was a kid and shit like that, I would, like, you know, try to, like, find bones. Right, right, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know. everything in Africa is interesting, okay? Like, exactly. <laughs> so, I'm punching the mic. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. nah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Because... I remember when when I first came across you on social media, and like literally, like when I saw your moon, or sorry, I mean your name. I can't. <laughs> I'm done right now. Um, <laughs> the first thing, <laughs> your moon. <laughs> I know. The first thing that I thought of was the mummy, because like the mummy yes, was actually like yes. one of my favorite movies growing up. Same. And like you know, well, I should say the one with, with uh, Brendan Fraser. That's why okay, I should say the first one and the second. Or which one's your favorite? Um, I would say. Uh, it's between the first and the second. I like the first one. The first one set the tone. Mm -hmm. The second one kind of had more of the humor in there as well. I, I was just kind of disappointed with how The Rock turned out in that film because we were all waiting for it. Yeah, and it was like CGI the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like bad CGI as well. That's that's the thing. But I think the, the first Mummy had some of the first good CGI. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Just saying like The Rock in that movie in was that like was bad CGI. Super bad. Yeah. <laughs> he, he looked like a freaking finishing move from Scorpion or something like that. Like it was weird. Yeah. yeah. We and then it. the third one with Jet Li, I mean, it was all right. Like... That was the the ancient like Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was good. Yeah. What was it called again? Temple? Of, no. Uh, it had something to do with like frozen and and, and something because like I don't know. I can't remember. But that one wasn't bad either. It was all right. I liked off the strength of Jet Li because Jet Li's one of my yeah. favorite martial arts actors of all time. He's probably like. In between one and three, mm -hmm. but yeah, he's definitely up there. Um, you hated Tom Cruise, obviously. Oh fuck, Tom! But Cruise. the mummy in that one, she was cool. Oh wait, oh is that the second one that you were talking no, about? No, 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 that's the last one that came out, the most recent. One. Oh yeah, the one where they were trying to start uh, start the whole dark universe thing, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, Listen, <laughs> I I hate Tom Cruise. I hate him with a passion. He Damn. he's such a chauvinistic douchebag. <laughs> oh, one of Tom Cruise, oh, <laughs> friggin' yo. Oh, Bonfire. <laughs> I'm not even Jamaican Jumping either, but <laughs> for real. Nah, he sucks. But yo, listen, I could go on for days about my hate for Tom Cruise. I'm not going to. Um, but yeah, no, like, yeah, I thought that, that movie growing up was dope. Um, but yeah, essentially, uh, what inspired you to pursue music actually? Um Okay, so I was exposed to... Oh, if you want to bring it a little closer to sorry. the mic. Yeah, 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 I yeah. was exposed to the music industry mm -hmm. um, through a old friend of mine. Mm -hmm. But before that happened, mm -hmm. I was in a music video for a very large rapper. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so having that experience and going there and like... Just everything. It wasn't, um, 
Anyways, just having that experience, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, wow, like I can <clears throat> live a life off music, hopefully one day. Like, of course, you know of I mean? course. Working and, towards like, that. Have, like, no, I, don't, I don't even like partying. It's not about that. It's mm-hmm. more about having the creative freedom to do whatever you want and not having to, you know, just... Like yeah. answer to someone, I guess. Yeah, but you're still, even if you're, you know, if you're with a label, you're still answering to someone. But right. just having that, uh, just like, a career mm-hmm. in something that you're... That you love, yeah, yeah, exactly like that. So that's right. Pretty much what inspired me. I was just like, oh shit, like for sure, let's yeah. do this. I know, right? So like, be to be to use your creativity yeah. as a your occupation, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the goal, right? That's the end game, right there. I find. But you know what, though, I'm, I will say that uh-huh. wasn't my main thing. Like a, oh, okay. the career thing is not that. My main thing is mm-hmm. like a message of like positivity and love and like stuff like that. Yeah. So like that's my main goal in music right and like to help people heal towards like just a better spiritual evolution that's my main like deep down right right right. but then when i was like okay well if i have to get into like the evil music industry yeah that's what i have to do like infiltrate from within right i mean so yeah for sure no i get it i get it but let's talk about spirituality for a minute, because uh, I do notice that you have a lot of spiritual themes, like throughout your social media pages yeah. and what have you. Um, are you uh, are you a religious person? Do you follow religion at all by any chance? No, I'm not a religious person at all. Okay. I grew up Catholic. Okay, so wait. From, Story time. Yeah, from one to seven, I <laughs> yeah. went to public school, so I wasn't really introduced too much to religion, other than I was technically born a Hindu. Right. And then maybe my parents took me to. Do you remember the par- prayer palace off the four hundred and like four hundred one area? It was like a big mega church. Like, oh, I don't think I remember. Okay. That, anyways, yeah. so I was working very much right now. So, <laughs> like money laundering shit. <laughs> so you know what I mean. So. Oh whatever. man. So I mean, nah, like, yeah, nah, I know. I trust you. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Creflo Dollar. That friggin' hustler. I can't. So after that, yeah. my mom was like, okay, I want you to go to Catholic school, so we're going to get you baptized, and yeah. I had to, like, start all that. So I had to get right. baptized, did, like, confirmation, communion, like, all yeah. that shit. <laughs> and then after I left all that, I was yeah. like, holy shit, like, whatever religion I was following is not what I thought it was. Right. Um, I, f- I guess I got into my whole, like, conspiracy documentary right, like, right, situation. Right. I was right. just, like, a- opening. <laughs> yeah, not even just that, just yeah. opening myself to, like, other things, because I knew about, like, you know, aliens and stuff like that. Like, my yeah. grandma taught me about aliens. You know what I mean? Right, so, like, right. it's kind of like a, a a thing in my family. Or not even just that. Just being spiritual in general, <laughs> but almost not religious at right. the same time. I don't know. No, I, no, mean, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, very spiritual. I don't know where I was going with that. But anyways, yeah. So, now I'm not any right. of that. I've yeah, left yeah. all that behind. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, very one with, like, the stars and, like... Right. Um, so, like, astrology is, like, yeah, what you're really into yeah. with? Okay. I'm pretty much a dirty hippie. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like, I um, I want to say, like, honoring, like, ancestors is, like, big for me and, mm. like, stuff like that. And, and yeah, magic. The good kind. The good kind, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not the black magic. <laughs> no, not, you know what? Don't yeah. say black. Okay, here's the problem. Ooh, the problem with, okay, yay! Okay, I say, don't Ooh. say black magic. Because okay. when people say black magic, people associate it with, like, evil, but uh-huh. it's really, like, African magic, like you know what I mean. So I don't like when people say black right, because right. they associate with that. So right. like, I don't want to say light magic either because like that's good. Right. But like, are, again, are, we, are we talking juju by any chance? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like <laughs> yeah. obia juju, whatever you want to call it. Like whatever. Okay, this the thing I can't. Like elemental shit. Like it's all different. Like all different traditions. But mm-hmm. like 
Yeah, the good kind. Like, not I'm not into hexing or anything like okay, that. Okay, like, okay, some okay. people are too super into that. Yeah, They're yeah. like, yo, listen, you want to hex? Put some medium in a jar. And, like, you know, I'm like, that, no. That's no. Juju right there, basically. Yeah, see, like, I'm not into that, though. So, I you know want what you mean? poison so, your food. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Keep the salt in the pocket. Like, For I'm real. telling you right now. <laughs> But yeah, so that's right. where we are now. <laughs> okay, that's the stuff. All right. Uh, so as far as like you know your your um, fascination and like just like your overall uh, involvement in like spirituality and what have you, mm-hmm. um, do you find do you find ways to also incorporate that with your music as well? Yes, one thousand percent. So. Um, okay, I don't know if you know anything about hurts like different kinds of hurts and we're at I think right now oh, I hate when I don't remember the numbers so I'm so dyslexic right. but really and truly everything uh-huh. hurts wise should be at 432 and that's like the harmony that's like good for like our brains and our bodies and like stuff like that and our souls Right. but it are right now everything is tuned to like 445 because like back in like 19 whatever whatever yeah. some friggin European said we're gonna put it like this because they knew what they were doing right, to of like course. disrupt like you know certain things it's right? systemic yeah yeah so anyways um, that kind of stuff like <laughs> mm-hmm. frequency definitely I incorporate everything is like F432 on purpose right and then um, yeah definitely like um, just all good like if there's like chanting or something like, like love spell is literally like a love spell right it's like like very like playful but like not evil there was like yeah. you know what I mean like cause I hate when people think like magic is evil you know what I mean like, I hear you like, like yeah, you have those like, people yeah. who want to ban like the Harry Potter movie from you know premiering in theaters like, yeah. I've seen a list of like outrageous things that like it said like uh, if you do any <laughs> of the stuff you're definitely going to hell yeah. and one of them said yoga and I was just like come <laughs> on like oh my god let me <laughs> downward dog like <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> oh like <laughs> I'm just trying to child's yeah. pose over here, so... <laughs> Yo, don't kill me. Uh, we all need a little downward dog in our lives, right? <laughs> you <Shit>. know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, no, I I hear you on, on all of that. Um, <laughs> shit, I almost lost my train of thought for a second. Yeah, when you when you say, like, 432 and what have you, like, what, yeah. what are you referring to in particular? The hurts. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, right now, all music is, like, at 445 or something like that. Right. It's literally, like, a frequency. Like, right. after this, you'll, I'll show you what I'm talking about. Okay. And it's just, like, about um, <clears throat> pretty much cymatics. And cymatics mm-hmm. is, like, the study and, like, vibration of, like, sound and, like, matter. Yeah. So, like, when things are a certain frequency, like, that's what we're... Like in just like you know right. like collective reality is like okay in this reality right now. Uh okay, I kind of know what you mean because like it's funny because we're kind of talking about like superheroes like like during the commercial break or whatever. Oh wait, but, before uh, you go on, are you gonna say about a device that like can change things if it's like on a different frequency and it makes it invisible? No, no, oh, no. okay, okay. No, yeah, I was yeah. gonna talk about that. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. No, because like they're like um, it's funny because you're talking about like alternate universes, what have you. Um. In in Marvel, like they had a, like a comic book uh, issue called Secret Wars, basically and mm-hmm. stuff like that, where the real where their realities are were collided with one another, and therefore one of those planets would be destroyed. Mm-hmm. So you had like Earth six one six and Earth five seventy two, et cetera, et cetera. So it, so when you were describing the whole four thirty two thing, it kind of brought me back to oh, that. Oh, to that. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's funny. I did not expect this conversation to be about like cosmic, you know, universes and what have you. But I'm, I'm but I'm cosmic. digging it. But you know what? I'm digging it though. This is good, different. Good, good, good. This is different, right? I, I always like to, you know, move the needle a little bit. But you're assisting me with that, so I duly appreciate that. Um, how would you describe your your brand of music to uh, listeners who have not heard your music before? 
okay, so my brand of music, there is, I can't do one thing. Like, I can do, like, a love spell that's, like, a bop, and I can do a lot of, like, sad (laughs) emo shit. That's what I usually write. Right. And, like, there's no... I can't even tell you what it is because obviously it's like melodic and stuff like that, but then I have rap too. So it's like, I can't even brand myself at the same time because I'm all over the place. I'm just your typical Aquarian, yeah. Well, you know what? Like, I guess like it may be a thing where you're trying to like find your sound and what have you. But the thing is, if even if I find one sound, I yeah. would never stick to it. I would right. still do everything because right. that's just how my brain is. Like, right. I'll literally create the most like end of spectrum thing, and you're yeah. just like, that doesn't make sense, but okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just roll with it. Yeah, yeah. That's a so. <clears throat> so, what? I, one thing I do notice is that. Um, Based on what we were just talking about, we were just talking about spirituality and what have you, and how it's like the that was like the main message behind your music as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you also mentioned that like you want to spread positivity, you know, just any way you can. Mm-hmm. Um, is that more for you want to spread that more through music or just you know in any aspect of life in general altogether? Would you say? Um, in in general, um, because. Obviously, it wouldn't just be music. I couldn't just do it in music because there's not. It's not reaching and well, okay, no. But in every aspect, in every right. aspect, because also other than music, I um, trained in like energetic, like healing and stuff like that. Okay. So like Reiki and like um, natural <laughs> medicine and shit like that. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's like every aspect of my life. So okay. it's just one one like modality of healing is sound yeah and like other than that there's obviously like you know fruits and vegetables and like right, stuff right. like that so like that's again it's just one avenue that i've taken right because i cook a lot of vegan shit too so obviously. right right for sure <laughs> we actually have a vegan story in the in the show later Amazing. on so we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that um i feel like you and erica badu would get along so well okay here's the problem whoa i loved her loved her yeah i noticed so- i noticed past tense dude until she made that R. Kelly apologist. Oh, like dude, recently, recently. Dude, okay. I was just like, girl, yeah. I thought you were my queen. I was like, <laughs> I was kind of shocked. Like her of all people. I was like, dude, oh. Of all people. And I'm just like, oh my God. And I can't even look up to Erica Badu. Yeah. Like, like I didn't on. cancel her or anything like that. But I'm just like, oh, that's kind of. I don't like it. Like, I don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, like is I don't there... want to say I canceled her either. But right. I'm just like, no, like why? But then I think, again, like the music industry is what it is. So. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I'm always willing to wait for context behind what people say because I don't. I just want to be a part of like instant Listen, react if culture. You're saying I love you, R. Kelly, or whatever she was saying. I yeah. can't remember the tweet right now, but I did read it. And I'm just like, and, and what she was saying on stage. There was also a video. Right. I was like, how can you even? How like yeah. those girls are still with him? Yeah. Under his manipulation. Yeah. Like, girls are yelling, "Take me prisoner," or whatever <laughs> in the crowd. Dude, there's some shit going on. I'm like, what is wrong with the? Okay, this is what's wrong with the world, right? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just one thing. Basically. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it was crazy as well. Like, cause I was watching that documentary, like when when it came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the crazy things. Oh, okay. I it's... just watch everything else other than the actual like. Right. I would say, well, there's six episodes. I would say. It, everything gets interesting up until like episode four. The episode five and six kind of teeters off into like reality show mm-hmm. style type of thing. But watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- what I noticed is that like some of the girls who got abducted or whatever, like when you hear the the stories of the parents, it's like, why the hell would you bring your daughter to an R. Kelly concert? 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm not condoning Arkelly for his actions, obviously. Like, he's the easiest yeah, one to blame. if they were younger, why would you bring them there? Right. Like, we, knew, we knew about this, like, literally since I was a kid, I feel yeah. like I knew about and this. And then by this time, the 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 the, 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 the sex tape or the, the piss tape or whatever, that's become, like, mainstream news. Like, everyone knows it at this point. Like, lest we forget. Oh, man, he's like, whoa. Like, one guy was like, oh, well, he was found not guilty, you know, so, like, I thought it was okay. I'm like, like, what do you, wasn't there a video, though, like? There was a video. Yeah. You know what the crazy thing is, though? The parents of that girl and the girl herself said, that's not me in that video. Like, I, they probably got paid off. They did. They yeah, did. Like, like even sure. the girl's aunt who mm-hmm. introduced her to R. Kelly mm-hmm. was like, yeah, that's my, that's my niece. Oh. I'm like, wow. How much did he pay you? That's what I want to yeah, know. Yeah, that's a good question. I love how we just veered into R. Kelly out of nowhere. This is great. I love it. I, I know, right? <laughs> He's talented as fuck, though, man. Like, that's what I sucks even, about it. I don't even really care about his music <laughs> that much. I'll be honest with you. Like, I think about Ignition, like, I don't know, <laughs> in a blue moon, and then I'm just like, can't yeah. fuck Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, I swear. That's nah, it's, okay. it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, you know what? Now it's a good time to get into the games portion, actually. So, like, Ooh, games? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh okay. trust me. We do For games around here at Cool Radio. Oh, my God. I want trivia. So, we, <laughs> <laughs> you say you want chicken? No, trivia. Oh, trivia. Okay. I don't eat meat. I, I know. That's why I, that's how I was like, wait, I thought you were a vegan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Let's get it. It's time for another edition of Cool or Uncool. And it goes a little something like this. So in this game, you are basically, um, we're going through scenarios in this game, all right? And basically, I'm going to give you a scenario, and you're going to tell me if it's cool or if it's uncool. And you, by by all means, feel free to give uh, some context as to why you believe it's cool or uncool. So, Anaksunamun, are you ready? Yeah. All right, so let's play the game. It's time for cool or uncool. First scenario, this entire week of extreme cold, cool or uncool? Totally uncool. I believe you on that. It was disgustingly cold on, I want to say Wednesday. Well, it's been cold all damn week, but Wednesday was the worst. And this weather's literally trying to stop me from going to the gym, eh? It, re- it can't stop me. It can't stop me. It, it, I'm sorry. My gym's way too far. Well, too far for that kind of weather. Because okay, okay. then when you're walking outside in cold, and like if the, the distance feels further because it's so cold, yeah, yeah I was trying to have that. Was trying to, and I sweat hard too. So no, not trying to have that. <laughs> um, oh, anime, cool or uncool? Cool. Do you have a particular favorite anime? I'm probably gonna have to say Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Okay, yeah. okay, that's one of the one of the so, OGs. Like 90s. Like, yeah, obviously, that's like, and a moon, another <laughs> like incorporation. Yeah, yeah. So, that's what's up. I think, do I have a favorite anime, like all time anime? I don't know if I do. I know Dragon Ball is up there because that yeah. was like one of my first anime series. <laughs> Gundam Wing, I love that shit. That shit was crazy growing up. Um, I also gotta say, probably man, Naruto. Yeah, Naruto's definitely in there too. Naruto solid. Um, Let's go on to the next scenario. Yes, this is, we were talking about this earlier. Um, superhero movies, cool or uncool? Some are cool. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the coolest one you've watched so far? <coughs> Probably Deadpool. I like one of the most. Deadpool, okay. And okay. Batman, and Batman. Batman. Batman's an OG. Like, that's a classic, classic one. Like, yeah. My favorite all-time superhero. And Black Panther's creeping up there because, yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah. just lit as fuck. Um, <coughs> 
But yeah, not nah, definitely superhero movies are my thing. Now you're saying that the Avengers wasn't really your thing. Why is that? I don't know. I don't. I just can't get into it as much <laughs> as everybody could. I'm not right. sure why. I don't know. Right. You know what? It's it's an acquired taste. Like I feel like if you were watching from like the very beginning, like way back, like six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. you you you'll get invested I've seen to it. Them. Oh, okay. I've seen them. Right. Right. Like I, fe- I can't go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna say, I probably fell asleep during one of those. Oh, okay, it that's fine. Listen, like, I fell asleep through Batman versus Superman. I probably did too. And like I <laughs> was, was on Netflix for sure. I fell asleep. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I saw it in theaters actually. Oh, I fell asleep dude. in the theater with that surround sound hitting you, and I fell asleep. I'm like, wow, I really didn't like this movie. Because <laughs> mostly because of Superman, he's a lame character. Um, Hate Superman. Yeah, for real. F, F you off if you disagree. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Super Bowl, cool or uncool? Uncool. <laughs> Hate that shit. How about the Super Bowl commercials, cool or uncool? Definitely uncool. Okay, well. doubling down. I like the Super Bowl only because I get to go to my friend's house and like eat like wings and hey, stuff that's like that. Different. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my main motivation. If to be there's honest. food involved in an event, it's yeah. definitely my favorite. But I would not. I can't. I just go to a food event. Right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Sure enough. Uh, Black History Month, cool or uncool? Cool. Of course, of course. If you said uncool, <laughs> if I said we uncool, yeah. I'd be like, hey, like, I'd be like, like, hmm, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we can continue this interview for much longer. Um, and, oh, well, by the way, uh, shout out to Black History Month, first day of Black History Month. Not to point that out at the beginning of the show. Bomb, bomb. Um, and also, let's get one more in there. How about Netflix, cool or uncool? Cool, obviously. Okay. Best time wasted. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, definitely. Particular show you're watching right now or not? What am I watching right now? I don't even. Okay, I have Netflix on the back <laughs> of my work at all times, so yeah. technically I've watched every. Oh, Power! Did you see that movie? Power, 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 Power. It was a movie. It was a movie. It was like an assassin movie. Anyway, no, okay. gory, really like you know, cringy yeah. to the point where you're like watching somebody like get nailed in the balls. Yeah. Like if you like that stuff, like yeah. for sure get into it. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. There's a lot of sadists in society today. <laughs> You'd probably like the Punisher. I think you would like that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I liked it. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, okay. Yes, I've been watching that. I've been watching. Okay, it. cool. Okay, yeah. I haven't Shane finished season two yet. I like it mainly because of Shane from The Walking Dead, obviously. Okay, that's uh, the, lead, the lead actor, <laughs> yeah, yeah, John Bernthal. I don't even remember his yeah. name right now. I just know Shane from The Walking See, Dead. See, I know he's in there, but like I haven't watched Walking Dead, but like I heard that he was from that series yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So when he portrayed the Punisher like in the, in the Daredevil series beforehand, yeah. I was like, yo, this guy's not fucking around. Yeah, I'm just a this- scumbag. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell. Yes. <laughs> don't kill me. Let's, <laughs> let's play the second game. Oh, my God. I'm so dumb. This one is called I'd Quit the Game. Every second, every minute, man, I swear that she can get it. That's been a while since I played this game, actually. I'm just realizing. Uh, but nonetheless, Nux in the Moon, you in this alternate reality and alternate mm-hmm. universe and the, all the universal chakras that we've been talking about mm-hmm. throughout the entire series, uh, or show, rather, um, you are the eligible bachelorette in this alternate universe. Oh, you in are, an alternate universe. Cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are wheeling, dealing, kiss, stealing, jet flying, limousine riding, all that good stuff. There was once a time. Go on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there comes a point in everyone's life where they got to quit the game. They got to settle down, move into the white home with the white picket fence, with the uh, with the uh, apple, cu- apple pie cool on the windowsill, <laughs> <laughs> with, the, uh, with the tire swing hanging from the tree, with the Spud McKenzie looking dog and Don't all that. <laughs> if you had to quit the game, for one of these two gentlemen that I have handpicked for you, oh, shit. which would it be? And this one's more of like a clash of generations as well. Okay. 
Um, would you quit the game for Tupac Shakur? Mm-hmm. Or would you quit the game for Triple X Tentacion? Oh, my God, obviously. Okay, wait. Here's the problem. Okay. There, there's an age problem here. So age ain't nothing but a number. Okay, no. It would have been legal. You would have been legal. I love Tupac, obviously, <coughs> but I love X. So, right. like... It's gonna be X. <laughs> you know what? Don't I, look at me like a scumbag because I'm older. That's why I'm saying like. Yeah, I'm no, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I didn't know that. But like you're pointing out like the whole age difference because like I'm thinking, okay, I'm sure there's an age difference between you, you and uh, X because that kid was young. But I'm thinking there's also an age difference between you and Tupac because by now Tupac would be would be well into his forties. Yeah, but that's fine for me at my age, like for sure. <laughs> I hate Tupac still. Like, oh, you hate Tupac? No, I said I'd hit. Tupac oh, oh, still. oh yeah, of course. There's plenty of women who'd hit Tupac. Catch it, is what you, you can catch it. Okay, okay. You can catch it. Actually, funny enough, they're both dead, and they could both catch it. So, like, <laughs> R.I.P. You're hilarious and savage. I love it. Oh man! So which one? Is, okay, so Triple X would be the one yeah, that you'd want to catch it. Then basically, okay. All right, fair enough. I love when I hear a girl say to a guy, "He can catch it." I love it. I love it because now you can't call me a savage if I say she could get it. No, no, but if, you, if you're trying to say, "Yo, he can catch it," I'm like, "Oh, okay. No, go ahead, be savage. I'm not mad at that. Shit. What it is. Equality in this bitch. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have. We have a Ducks in the Moon in studio right now. We are having a ball right now. Uh, we're going to get into a break, and when we get back, we're going to talk some uh, pop culture stuff that happened throughout the weeks, and we want your opinion on it. Uh, so keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. It'll be right back after the break. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Once again, it is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. We still have our special guest in studio, a Ducks in the Moon. Hey. There you go. There you go. So now, pardon me. We are about to get into trip talk, all right? So that's three of the hottest topics that took over pop culture, and it goes a little something like this. So first off, we got to talk about this one, because this one was crazy when, when everyone heard about it. <clears throat> but the actor and singer, uh, Jesse Smollett, was actually assaulted this past week by a pair of individuals who were wearing MAGA hats and were screaming out certain epitaphs like the F word within the LGBTQ community as well as the N word as well. So with all those accounts in mind, um, the officers who are investigating the situation are considering it a hate crime basically. And so when that took place or the aftermath, I should say, a whole bunch of people within the music industry and just entertainment industry altogether were, you know, giving out their support and what have you, um, including Kevin Hart as well. Uh, but a lot of people weren't really receptive to Kevin Hart giving his, you know, his, uh, his I guess, his well wishes and what have you. And we'll get to that in a moment. <clears throat> but generally speaking, like this entire situation is messed up on so many levels because of the race component, because of the, um, the sexual preference component as well. Uh, Anox and the Moon, mm-hmm. uh, what was your reaction when you first heard about the story? I literally just um, thought that just more bullshit in the world. Right. Just more friggin' Trump shit, like, yep. based, like, race-based bullshit. In right. I hate it all. I hear you. Like, my thing is this. <clears throat> 
some people who are trying to take one one equation out of it and the other out of it, it's like, oh, it wasn't a race thing or it wasn't a homosexuality okay, it thing. Like, like it was both. It yeah. Seems like it was both. It was all together, basically. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like some of the, <clears throat> when those people, <clears throat> pardon me, when those people say make comments like that, they try to downplay the entire situation, it seems like. Um, when it comes to this, it just goes to show that we still have long ways to go. And that more dialogue needs to be exchanged because <clears throat> we're talking about an individual who is already a minority in a multitude of ways, like a person of color and a person of a sexual orientation that isn't really that isn't really um, given you know much positive rave reviews, so to speak. And so when you have that component, and these are the things that you have to worry about because you are a minority in multiple sections, then I think it should. Uh, raise the issue more when it comes to things like racism and discrimination and what have you. I think <clears throat> this is the reason why a protest movement like Black Ma- Black Lives Matter was created. This is the reason why, you know, pride is celebrated in a multitude of ways and in a multitude of countries as well because they want to get the word out that, you know, people within the LGBTQ community are, in fact, people just like you and me, and they coexist with anyone of any creed that they associate themselves with, whether it's culture, whether it's religion, whether it's uh, ethnicity, et cetera, et cetera. So what Trump's regime basically is doing right now is just reversing that. It's giving people <clears throat> the encouragement to be outwardly racist, you know, at least. And I, I don't even want to say at least because it shouldn't be accepted regardless. But within America, the more prominent racism throughout history has been the systemic kind. But now it's almost like we're kind of going back to the Stone Ages or further back into the Stone Ages, I I should say, when you just got random people screaming out, you know, racial slurs or sexual orientation slurs and things like that. And I don't think Trump understands the magnitude of his influence on people who want to, quote unquote, let go of their inhibitions and now start screaming out the stuff that is harboring their minds on a regular basis, which is the crazy thing to me. And that's pretty much an example of what happened to Smollett when he got assaulted, unfortunately. Um I would say, <clears throat> you know, let this be, this shouldn't have to be a teaching moment, but let this teach people that there's still a long way to go and that we haven't really progressed all that much we have in a certain sense. But when we still have to worry about things like this, then it's like how far do have we really gone in that regard? Have we taken two steps forward, one step backward? Is that the process that we've gone through in this whole you know chasm of events that we've had to go through so that's just that's just my personal take on it i mean do you have anything to add to that Uh, this whole racism topic and stuff Mm -hmm. like that it makes me really upset because like we've come a long way Mm -hmm. but then i feel like we've gone back like it seems to me like people are the more like you know (coughs) people of color like speaking up and and stuff like that the more like bad things mm. are, like, coming out of, like, I just, okay, for example, uh, um, a colored person, or any, any whatever, mm. anybody saying, any colored person, mm. white, whatever, doesn't matter, mm. saying to me that they, like, you know, need to keep their gene pool strong and stay with their own culture. Uh. Yeah, see, like, I don't like that stuff, and I think that us, like, you know... <laughs> no! No! And a lot of people... No! Are, you know, and it's no! Like, you know, no! Within 
certain like groups and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, and obviously it's, it's very prevalent in a lot of like cultures like you know right. whether it's like Indian, black, Chinese like you know everybody's like stay with your culture and I'm just like yeah. if we're gonna literally can we just all be beige right. so we beige. can literally yeah. all get along with each other and right. realize that it's not even about color like we're all the people these people who are like white people who are fighting against black people don't realize that it's a class mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. it's it's a money situation it's mm-hmm. not a color anymore because there's white like poor white people, poor black people, poor mm-hmm. Spanish people, all these people, you know what I mean? And it's a class thing. And it's a it's not the the whole media situation, Trump coming in now, mm-hmm. okay, it's always been there, but it's the amplification of it that mm-hmm. makes it even freaking worse. Right. Because it's like you've stoked the flames essentially. Yeah, and it's like, okay, what are why is why is everyone getting even more racist now? Right. Like prejudice, racist, whatever. Like why <coughs> is everyone even getting oh, I just can't It's like unapologetically racist at this yeah, point. That's like, pretty much what it is. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It is class, and they use class as a way to intertwine with race so that they keep people who they yeah. see as below than, you know, white male patriarchy, yeah. then that's how they pretty much organize it. It's all yeah. systemic racism at the end of the day, but now you're adding the br- brutal aspects of it, too. Yeah. Like, we haven't, like, like since this reign began, like, we've seen it more and more often. Not to say that it was never there or anything like that, but now, like, there's so much more attention on the blatant racism, too. Or it's just being pushed in the news more. Right. Because there's lots of good going on, too, but we're never seeing that. So, you know what I mean? That's true, yeah. And you have social media as well. Yeah, of course. Like, like whenever you see, like, a a whole bunch of, like, you know, unarmed black individuals being either shot or assaulted by police officers, it's not that that has been happening for the last 10 years whatever. It's been happening forever. It's just that we now also have the convenience of having cameras on our phones. 100%. So it's being documented a lot more. Like Rodney King, that wasn't a rare situation. That happens damn near all the time in the southern in southern United States of America. But someone just so happened to have a camcorder on record. Mm-hmm. And from there on, you know, people start saying to themselves, oh, this is actually going on. Yeah. It's not it's just, just some stuff that, that rappers are talking about nowadays. Yeah. Like, So, yeah, it's important to bring awareness to these situations. It's important to bring awareness of dialogue as well. Like, talk to people. Get to know people as well. Don't judge them for their their skin or their sexual orientation, essentially. And kind of going back to your your comment about, you know, keeping the gene pool strong or what have you. Like, I've come across that in so many different different aspects as well. Like, it's crazy to me, Mm -hmm. especially being, you know, being a black individual, being an African individual by way of Ghana and Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Like, sometimes... People like are so old school. They don't even want you dating outside your yeah. your, your tribe or or whatever your yeah, your, your ethnic group is, what yeah. have you. But then when you bring that into North America, what have you? It's like, yeah, we came over here to for you to have a better life and better access to education. But yeah, don't don't marry anyone that isn't black. Yeah, like mind you, my parents never said that. Yeah, like they're yeah. cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I hear people say that like on a regular basis, yeah. and it's just like like if you dare bring home a white person or anybody else, like yeah, no, no, no thank God my parents don't like it. Right, right. <laughs> and it's just like you brought us to the, the most multi cultural city what do you expect right it's like how dare you take me to mcdonald's and 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 make me fat like exactly <laughs> like i'm sorry did you come here for a salad <laughs> the fuck you expect was gonna happen like love is love guys like let's get for away. real like, like i i always say to people like if you love someone for who they are or like someone who, or you have feelings for someone for who they are attraction whatever the case may be and they just so happen to be of a different color than you 
cool. As long as you're not dating the person for ignorant reasons behind the the, the color of the skin, I'm good. I'm gravy. It doesn't matter to me. If you're if you're a, if you're a, if you're a black woman, you want to date a white man, but you love him for who he is, and he just so happens to be Caucasian. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I think we should really stop the with the overpossessiveness and what have you. And then going back, you know, to to Jesse, I I hope he he recovers he recovers well, he, uh, speedy recovery. Hope he heals from it, and I hope this doesn't deter him from all of his success thus far. Um, but what do you guys think about that entire situation in that scenario? Uh, let me know. Hit me up on uh, social media at Cool Radio CC and share your thoughts. Now let's get to another story. Actually, this one I found pretty interesting and. <clears throat> a Nux on the Moon, you are going to enjoy this one because it's of the uh, vegan variety. So, Beyonce has put out a challenge to her fans. She has basically stated that if you go vegan um, for, I guess, for life, maybe? I don't Is know. Is it for life or that 22-day challenge? I don't know. I think I know. Well, yeah, the whole free ticket thing? Yes, yes. What, Is so, it true? Have, Is it facts? Or you know what? Like, I'm about to find that article right now, and we're going to read some of the details uh, pertaining to that okay, because I'm- yes in case you guys don't know um, Beyonce put out a challenge to her beehive uh, to go vegan uh, and she will give you a lifetime supply of tickets to any of her shows so I'm thinking if it's a lifetime supply then it must be for forever Yeah, right. I would imagine but, but anyways in an article um, featuring BuzzFeed this is what is said in the, in the uh, article um, she, the article states, and I quote, yes, Queen Bay is back to peddling her vegan lifestyle, and this time she's resorting to giving out one incredibly special gift to those who help save the planet. And then basically it says, uh, jumping on Instagram, Bay posted a picture of her green print, which is basically what do, what she does in order to reduce her carbon emissions. Okay, this is a very interesting article. <laughs> For Beyonce, this means eating a plant-based breakfast, also doing meatless Mondays. And then it shows a picture of the thing that she posted and what have you. Hey, wait, so she's not even full vegan. She's just doing, like, meatless Mondays and things? I maybe right maybe. like because I know she does like the 22 day challenge but I know she's not a vegan yeah. like a Miley Cyrus vegan or like what right. you mean like I'm pretty sure and then I'm, I'm trying to find more t- details as well mm. um, other healthy options on the green print website include eating plant based meals at work eating two plant based meals a day eating a plant based meals only throughout the week um, and it doesn't even go into full detail about her challenge actually it's about People posting about what they they think about the challenge, but I didn't didn't actually catch the part where she actually went and said, "I'm doing this challenge." Um, but nonetheless, it is an internet challenge, a challenge that I'm sure a lot of people are going to jump into because it's Beyonce, it's Queen B, as they would say. Um, <clears throat> pardon me, Nux in the Moon. What are your thoughts on this? Okay, so I hate Beyonce and I oh, hate internet wow. challenges, but okay. I love these two things. Whatever really? she's doing and a, a vegan challenge, I'm down for. So really, yeah, I'm not part of the beehive. Those <laughs> you have to put that in there I got real my quick. Own hive somewhere else. Like. There you go. There you go. Where's that cool drop? Got <laughs> there well, you yeah, go. Totally you got the moon hive. That's what you got. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll say this. <clears throat> pardon me. When it comes to veganism, I'm cool for it. If if that's how one wants to maintain their diet and, and preserve a lifestyle, I'm down for it. Not knocking that at all whatsoever. What I don't like, and I'm not accusing Beyonce of this, mm-hmm. but what I don't like in general is how veganism has become a trend. It's become a hashtag. 
and I find that there are people who are just jumping on it to be a part of that hashtag. Like, they're not necessarily about that life. Okay, so if it starts, though, at the hashtag, let it start there, wherever it has to start. Because uh-huh. for me, it wasn't necessarily a health thing. It was more of, like, a compassion for animals, for the earth. Like, you know what right. I mean? So, like, that's so whatever way. Because there's people. Okay, so there's, you're going to be mind-blown right now. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so there's a difference between a vegan and yeah. a plant-based person even though they both don't eat any animal-based products a vegan is more for the morality of it and the plant-based is basically what beyonce is doing like the diet thing yeah exactly and shit like that so like yeah so there's that whole like divide i didn't really even know about it until i became one right i was like oh shit i didn't even know this was a thing like okay but now i know so (laughs) it's very interesting that you you point that out because i didn't even know that first and foremost a lot of people don't know that right and i think because of that that is the reason why a lot of these people are trying to jump on that wave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people see it as an alternative way of eating to lose more weight or whatever, mm-hmm. which is fine, what have you. But a lot of people who are in the in the weight loss aspect of it, they're forgetting the gym aspect of it because, mm-hmm. like, you still have to maintain course, a, yeah. a gym schedule to you know, pursue that, that weight loss, what exercise it. in general, you need it for your bones. Like, not <coughs> this bullshit counseling they talk about. It's right. bearing exercise. Go on. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, anyways, when I see people trying to jump on it and trying to hop on the wave, I'm like, you guys are just going to move on to the next hashtag. So just jump off of it right now because you're not about that life. Like, there are people who have been vegans for, like, 20 years or so before it was even a thing, like, in the spectrum of media. Before it was vegetarianism. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. veganism is the new vegetarianism well, in that it's, regard. it's still been around for almost the same amount of time. But right. Like, but I think with vegetarianism, it was a lot more popular than veganism. Veganism... To me, back in like like late nineties, whatever was seen as like niche or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like it was like ultra, like ultra, like nonconformist, whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You know what I don't like either when people associate like vegans with like white entitled like Richie snobs because like oh I haven't heard that person, before. Well, yeah, that's like a like a right like a rich white thing. A lot of people are like, okay, I. If an area is gentrified, it's definitely going to get vegan spots all over it. <laughs> it's going to be $20 freaking for a quinoa bowl. Like, <laughs> you know I mean? So, like, it, they're associated with each other. And a right. lot of people, um, it is a thing for sure. Mm-hmm. But then there's the other, like, vegans that are eating rice and beans because it's economical and better for the environment. Right. That's, like, me. <laughs> right. Okay, I gotcha. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have that negative... Uh, negative like association with it right the negative connotation that yeah. comes with it right yeah like i just don't like it when people try to use it as like an instagram flex that's that's the only thing like if if that's Listen, like everything is basically a hashtag now so i think right. that we have to it's like we're in a hashtag world at this point right <laughs> it, it's true it's true like i just like i get it i just don't have to like it yeah that, no, you don't have to like right. it right you, you know what i mean exactly that way the people can listen to me rant about it and stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no i I just i just don't like and i feel like that's what's happening right now not this whole contest per se but like just the whole vegan culture and what have you it's 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 almost like fear of missing out it's like fear of missing out of being a part of the conversation you know what i mean like it's probably it's probably one of the reasons why so many people want to go out and see uh what's it called bird box because it's it's everywhere and like i like when i heard about the premise of the movie i was kind of turned off by it but because I heard people on every Sandra single, Bullock, okay. say, say again, it's Sandra Bullock. Sandra, <laughs> fair enough. When I heard so many people on so many different streams of platforms that I look to for consumption and what have you, it's like I can't escape it. I can't freaking escape it. You, you know just what I mean? To know. 
Right. <laughs> and I feel like that's kind of like the thing with like vegans. I feel like there's some people who are sincere about it, but then there's some people who are just perpetrating it all for the sake of internet clout, essentially. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. But again, if it introduces people to it, yeah. like Beyonce is basically doing it like that instead of like the morality way. So right. if it introduces people to it, then right. they'll just be more open to eating more like, you know, plant-based stuff and right. like, you know, helping us all out like <coughs> right. in the long run. <laughs> right. So you're good with the, tro- the Trojan horse technique then? Yes, I am totally in with the Trojan horse technique. <laughs> okay, that's what's up. That sounds like a sexual position, actually. Like, pretty much. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the Trojan horse technique. Yes. Oh, man. There, buddy. I know. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, listen. As long as you agreed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, do you think the Trojan horse technique... I'm just playing. Do you, think, <laughs> do you think that Beyonce is very strategic with the way she's introducing people to veganism? <clears throat> Either way, let me know what you think. Hit me up on multiple social media platforms at Cool Radio CC and share your thoughts. And final topic of Trip Talk. We got to talk about Tory Lanez, okay? Now, Brampton is on one, all right? Um, basically, Tory Lanez has found a new set of confidence. I don't know where he's, he's been. He's always had it. He's always had it, but yeah. like, it's been amplified now. A lot of people are making a joke that it's because he got a new hairline that he's just wilding out now. <laughs> Tory. But, um... Basically, he is challenging a lot of people. He, he he issued out a challenge a week ago, roughly, to any MC he wants to step up. And he'll prove he's better than your favorites and what have you, including J. Cole. And that bled into this week because this guy, and by guy I mean Tory Lanez, has issued out an entire challenge to the entire Dreamville record label. Just so he can beat them all to get to J. Cole. When I said this, or sorry, when I read this rather, I'm like... Has he has he confirmed his challenge in the Mortal Kombat now? Like, is that what we're doing? Like, is JID like level one and then Bast level two? And like, like, does he have to like advance the level? Like, is there like a test your might stage where he's got to break the boards, whatever? Like, is this Street Fighter now? Like, are we trying to fight M Bison out here? Like, I need to know what's like the up down combo. I, either way, like when it <coughs> listen, I don't mind <coughs> competition in hip hop. If it's all in the name of sport, like what I don't mind from him right now, like as far as what he's doing, it's cool. I'm cool with it. But like, it's a little brash, don't you think? It's just a little bit brash. Like, Dreamville, like they're not no scrubs. Like they can rap. I feel like I would be, I would be intrigued. Mind you, I haven't listened to any of the diss tracks he's put out to people and vice versa. Like I'm kind of like I'll catch him when I catch him. But I'll be very interested. I'll actually listen and tune in if he decides to challenge Top Dog Entertainment. As an entire label. Because there's not one weak rapper on that label at all. Hell, I'm sure SZA got bars. And she's a singer. But nonetheless, uh, Moon, what is your take on Tory Lanez versus everybody, essentially? I don't even know why he's doing this. He has literally all these number one hits. Like, why even go on? If it's the hairline, maybe. I'm not sure. Like, whatever it is. (laughs) But, like, why? I don't even know. Like... It doesn't make sense to me. Right. But again, I just, I guess, do whatever you got to do on the internet. Right. But he doesn't need to. So I don't he really doesn't need to. Yeah, so that's why it's confusing. Like, is it too much, like, alcohol that makes you so confident to go on? Like, you know what I mean? That little bit of courage. Like, yeah, like, I just don't know why. 
You know what it is to me, in my opinion? Oh, okay. Another thing is, though, yes. you didn't say, like, would he win? Like, he's an amazing artist. Super oh, okay. amazing artist. Like, would he? I don't know. Singing and rapping. He yeah, yeah. No, he's great. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. I just don't know if, if he would win in all of those battles. Like, oh, but I don't know either. Before, don't we get, before we even get to J. Cole, I mean, is he beating J.I.D., who I've never listened to, but I'm hearing good things about? Would he beat Omen, who's actually a dope rapper? Would he beat Bass? I mean, there's so many people on that on that Dreamville roster that are respectable rhymers, and I don't know if he gets past like two of them, if anything. So it's the ultimate challenge, but he's kind of digging himself in a hole right now in that regard. I I just feel like when it comes to Tory Lanez, I feel like I'm not even trying to diss him or knock him when I say this, but I feel like he's, he's trying to be the Drake that. Toronto wanted to see in a sense. So the one oh, who's... Oh, the beefer kind of thing? Yeah. Of, oh, like, so okay. like the one who's from the hood who reps the ends and all that stuff. Because I feel like that's what Tory tries to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if he just distances himself from that and just focus on the art mm-hmm. and being an artist, I feel like he'd have a better a better quality of music and much more <laughs> artistic integrity in that regard. But to try to be like the ultimate Toronto man, like you don't need to be that. He's basically like, trying to be the ultimate he, Toronto man. And that's man. what I hate I'll the take most. take you, dog. I'll take every one right? of you, dog. Yeah. Right? Like, yo, like, yo, you're, you're, you're talking. You're, you're talking. Down. Yo, you're talking. Yo, I charge all you man's door. Like, what do you mean? Yo, like, yo, tell Dreamville. They, can, they can't touch yo, the run up, Yo, yo, I'll snuff you, my youths. Like, honestly. That's basically what he's doing, though. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, come on, man. You don't need to be that. Like, maybe he does. Maybe that is what we need. Like, really? No, no, I'm just kidding. Oh man, no, I, I, I want to be on the deal. For entertainment, it's for, yeah, I like, guess so. Like, he needs to like, come up with the accents when he does it. Like, for real, man. Like, jeez. Yeah. It's like, yo, I run things, though, man. Like, what do you mean? Like, yo, let me get a phone, though. <laughs> yo, Dreamville. Yo, let me get a record deal. What do you mean, Regin? Yo, J. Colas. What do you mean, Colas? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, might as well. For real. <coughs> but yeah, this whole Dreamville versus everybody thing, I find it hilarious. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they actually entertain it. They just said, one of them said, you're on. Like, we, like a challenge is a challenge, right? But I don't know if anything will come out of it. But if it does, I might tune in. Maybe J. Cole might say a bar or two about him. So we'll see. Either way, ladies and gents, uh, let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, hit me up on social media at Cool Radio CC and let me know what you think uh, what will come out of this scenario. And now it's time for the final segment of the show. The show that, or sorry, the segment that you guys have been waiting for. <laughs> and with that being said, here we go. Who has been entered into the Hall of Shame this week? Who has been crowned the captain of coonery this week? Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Wankster of the Week. And this week's Wankster, and to no surprise, he, he almost didn't make the Wankster, but he came in at the last second. But nonetheless, the Wankster of the Week goes to none other than Takashi 6 ix 9 Oh, boy. When this guy, he, when he fails, he fails big time. Let me tell you guys... <clears throat> why Mr. 6ix9ine is the wankster of the week. He is the wankster of the week because he is now reportedly cooperating with officials. And it's not that part that I'm giving him the wankster for. I'm giving him the wankster for that because throughout his whole gangster persona, 
he is now offering to cooperate with the Fed officials in order to lessen his uh, jail time because he pled guilty to nine counts. But even with him doing that in the efforts of getting lesser jail time, even with cooperation, he would still face 47 years in prison, which is basically life. That's why I'm giving him the Wankster, because when he tried to cooperate, he failed at cooperating. Because not only are you now, <coughs> pardon me, not, not only are you now, you know, giving up information to federals in regards to your crew, your posse, whatever you want to call it, but you're trying to get a lesser jail sentence that's still going to equate to a lifetime in jail anyway. How old is he right now? What, 21? He Let's say he does go to jail and he goes to jail for about 47 years. He's not coming out until he's just under 70 years old, probably like late, mid to late 60s, if anything. And you did all that just so you can only get about 47 years. Man, Takashi, I don't know what's what's happening with this guy, but he's been basically singing like a canary, talking about how he paid a person to shoot at a rival member uh, of a nine trade club to, to scare him. Uh, he stole about... Thousands, or he made about thousands and thousands of dollars in, in drug trafficking. Man, it's not looking good for Takashi Six Nine. And the crazy thing is, he would have to, on top of facing ten years, or sorry, um, forty-seven years in, in prison, even with the cooperation, he still have to pay ten million dollars in fines. I don't think he even has ten million dollars right now. So with that said, for missing, for messing up your money and your freedom. All in the name of internet clouts. Takashi 69 you are getting the wankster of the week. Do you deserve this wankster? Of course you do. I'm going to drop it one more time just like this. Oh, boy. Takashi 69 man. Uh, Moon, what is your take on uh, Mr. 69 himself? Poor Takashi is going to jail. Like, didn't he just have a kid or something like that? Did he? I'm pretty sure, yeah, with his, like, new baby mom or something like that. Oh, I don't gosh. know. He has a kid. I feel bad. He's young. Like, right. obviously, he's going to cooperate with the feds if he's going to get less time. He should not be allowed to, to procreate. <laughs> Listen, a lot of people should not. Be, true. So. True. He's just one of them. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> but yeah, poor kid. Like he's young, super young. So like, right. I feel bad. But you know what the crazy thing is? Like he really didn't need to do all of these antics because like the whole gangster image, like it's not a mainstream necessity anymore in hip hop. Like mm -hmm. he could have been whatever he wants. If that's really him, cool. But like based on the testimony that he's giving, that wasn't really him. It was just a character essentially. Yeah. But yeah. this is what happens when you try and play gangster. You know what I mean? Like it, it all ends the same. Like and it's funny because you watch like a lot of these. Uh, gangster mafioso films, they either end up in jail or they die. And that's basically the fate that awaits Takashi 69. Like, he's not even allowed to be bailed. Like, he's staying in jail. Oh, man. Whatever. I Let this be a cautionary tale to any rappers coming up right now. Like, don't be 69. Just don't. Don't be 69 and don't be Billy McFarlane. All right? Just don't be those two people. But nonetheless, we have reached <coughs> the end of the show. Uh, and Knocks on the Moon. I want to thank you for being on the no show. No problem. Thank you. It was fun. Definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, where can the people find you on social media? At Anux and the Moon on pretty much everything. It's kind of hard to spell, but you'll find me. You like. will. <laughs> See, I was lucky because you found me, so that was great. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. I would be like, how do you spell it? Let me go to Wikipedia real quick. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. But 
Uh, Moon, you're welcome to come back anytime. Thank you. Just hit me up, and we'll make that happen for sure. And as you guys already know, you can you can hit me up on social media at all platforms on Cool Radio CC. And with that being said, I want to thank you all for tuning in. And as you already know, Cool Radio is a division of Cool Click Media and Entertainment, reminding you each and every day that we are out here creating our own legacies. And with the smooth sounds of Anuxa Moon herself, we are going to uh, cool out to the end of this podcast with one of her records called Love Spell. Um, we are going to have that being played for the podcast listeners when they get the show later on. So it'll be a great way for you to get into her music and knowing, knowing where to find it as well. But ladies and gents, we are out of here. Peace. Show. Sure.